Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Broadway is the longest street in New York. This is the fact off. Anything you can fact, I can do better. I can fact anything better than you. No, no you, you fact. Can't. Yes, I can. No, you fact. Yes, I can. No, you fact. Yes, I can. Yes, I off. Get the offer now. Welcome to the Fact Off Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And before I get into who my co-host is, I did have a second song that I was going to do. I didn't know which one to go with. So I'm going to sing the second one, one too. And you, the listeners, can decide which one was better. No. The new yeah. mini podcast. It's a mini podcast in there. Okay, buddy. You have this to is make the other your own poll for this one. You, you should just post out on Twitter, your personal Twitter. People have to find you out there and vote. What, we'll take a vote. Do Who wants the second song, two song competition on the Fact Off website to vote? I do. I do. That was two against th- one, Mike. Yeah, well, so, okay, you guys the, don't know how to even edit that website. Yeah. The second song is, there's a fact for us, somewhere a fact for us, take my hand and we'll fact somewhere, some fact, some off. Some podcast. Wait, is this Fievel Goes West? Yeah, that's from West Side Story. <laughs> I guess it oh, kind of... dang it. The first song was from Annie Get Your Gun. Oh. Well, this is a fact, fact Nobody off. Nobody watches those movies anymore. You mean the plays? Plays. <laughs> I'm sure there's movie, movies for those. I, every, I haven't seen it yet, but every review I saw of West Side Story said it's incredible. The new one? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. But yeah, welcome to the Fact Off, the weekly podcast where we bring you obscure facts by a certain topic, and you, the listeners, get to decide who the winner is. And with me, as always, is Tap Master Pat. I am the Tap Master. Hello, everyone. <laughs> He's going to get at tap dancing. And with me is the song and dance man, Mike. I think this is going to be a regretful show. <laughs> Mike loves it. He's so happy to be doing a musical episode. Yeah, so we're doing musicals, uh, facts, because Mike hates musicals. It's true. That's our first fact. Mike does not like musicals. No, I just don't like people forcing me to watch musicals. I I, I want to do a musical on my own accord, discover it, like, you know, organically. I don't want people just singing musicals into my ear. If you sat down to watch Dune, which I heard you yeah. liked... And 10 minutes in, they just started singing. Would you have turned it off or kept watching? Yes, I would have gotten up out of my seat. <laughs> Welcome my, to the dude. Poured my co- uh, <laughs> popcorn into the person's lap next to me and then walked out. What if this giant sandworm had like a sad little ballad in the middle about being misunderstood? And I'm just saying, there's there's a lot of stuff there. We could make our own There's a lot, of, a lot of what ifs here, but um, no. Our yeah. dune-sickle. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, with that name, I think I'll I'll stick around a little bit longer. So, last each week we have a winner from the week before, and Pat's fact won last week. So, and since he's a winner, he gets to give a victory fact. Victory fact. <sighs> he's not even that excited about winning. He's like, oh, I win every, all the time. It doesn't even matter. It's true. I mean, he's usually uh, number one or tied for number one. Um, so, did you know? The what is the I'll let you guess. Mary, did fact. you know? <laughs> what is the most expensive theater production? It's a musical ever produced. Uh, Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. 
Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Do you know how much it costs to make? $2.5 million. $75 million. That was way off. Is that the one where like everybody kept getting paralyzed? I, I don't know why I'm laughing at this, but... <laughs> Mike is now he's making fun. He's climbing on the walls and falling off on purpose. Make fun of these people. <laughs> to be fair, every other like late night show made fun of Spider-Man, the musical. And it's uh, true. Made fun of the fact that people are getting injured, which is probably in poor taste, but it was funny. Side fact. I saw that musical on Broadway. Well, they get- Did it actually make it to the stage? Yeah, it was, I, it was a I, short run, but it made it. I thought it got canceled because it's so dangerous. It was dangerous. Uh, like the first showing they had, the first preview, they sh- they stopped like five times. They're like, uh, <laughs> hold on, we got to fix this person stuck or, you know, this person got hurt. And like the one girl hit her head and got a concussion and didn't tell anybody and then did uh, like another show the next day. And she was like swinging around. And they didn't have the guy cut with, like the guy in the blue hat stop the production and bring her over to the tent like the NFL does. If somebody <laughs> yeah. gets a concussion. Exactly. Yeah, there's no, there's no concussion protocol in musicals. Well, halfway, th- halfway through, Doc Ock took off his uh, jersey, threw it into the crowd, and just <laughs> danced off the field. That's this a isn't a sports relevant re- uh, reference yeah. to the NFL. Very, very um, um, recent reference. <laughs> yeah, it'll stand up to the test of time. But no, I it was a good show. I liked it. You know, the songs were pretty cheesy, but you know, it's fun. Side note: Antonio Brown is ripped. Yeah. Wait, did you were you expecting something else? Yeah, I was expecting like flabby chested man. <laughs> like as soon as he took it off, everything spills out. You're not looking at me on the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, carry on, carry on. Alright, so I get to pick who goes first? Yep. So we each have a fact this week about musicals or musical theater. I could go first. Because I'm nervous yeah. that my fact is everyone else's fact. Yep. So, so such a wide, broad topic, and somehow we all three choose the same lazy fact? Well, it's not a lazy fact. I thought this was interesting. I actually learned a little bit. Um, but I looked up the very first Broadway musical, and I thought, Ooh. well, it's kind of obvious. Somebody else might pick the first Broadway musical. But did anybody pick the first Broadway <laughs> Anybody it else? It was it? on my list of things to pick. It was not even in the stratosphere of things I would look at. Did you get the name of it, Alex? Was it the Black Crook? It's the Black Crook, everybody. The very first Broadway musical, even though that fact is disputed in the uh, the, the musical circle. There were musicals before it, but the success of the Black Crook is actually what led it to be considered the very first uh, musical on Broadway. But let me let me paint a picture for you. We're in New York on Broadway. At Niblo's Garden Theater. Oh, you're painting a picture with your words, Uh, not your... Okay, sorry. You have an easel behind you, so I I thought you would... (laughs) Yeah, I have a whiteboard. I'm just like, here, let me draw this for you. Okay, go ahead. So the manager of this theater, uh, William Wheatley, back in the time, this is 1866. He's just trying to make some money. And he has the rights to this drama called The Black Crook. And he's, you know, trying to spice it up. It wasn't, like, the most like story, but he figured if he put some production money behind it, people might like it. It sounds like it wouldn't uh, be relevant to this time period. I don't know. The title sounds kind of uh, racy. So it's. So I thought the same thing called The Black Crook. It's about – I looked up what it's about. And it's about this um, like evil like man who every year has to give a soul to the devil on New Year's Eve or else he has to go to hell or something. And he has a crooked back. 
and he uses black magic to get people's souls. So he's the black crook. That's a terrible name. <laughs> well, he's a terrible Actually, person. Sound, right? Sounds interesting. Yeah, I was I was hoping it was a musical about the dancing plague of uh, fifteen whatever hundred. That was a fun fact. I did like the dancing plague. Every time my uh, toe starts tapping, I'm I get nervous now. Like, oh no, <laughs> you should. <laughs> I got the plague. Uh, so he had the he had the rights to the drama. No, this is a drama, not a musical yet. Um, and then, so lucky for him, the Academy of Music in New York burned down the theater. So. These two other um, promoters, Henry C. Jarrett and Harry Palmer, you know, they had a show full of, like, Parisian ballet stars that they had to put on. And they needed a theater. And they're like, hey, uh, Wheatley, can we use your theater? And he's like, well, I'm going to do this, uh, you know, this drama. And he's like, oh, your drama, our dancers. You see what I'm doing here? Uh, and they mixed the two together. They mixed it together. come up with a evil concoction of sorts. Exactly. So at the, the thing time, Mike hates most. <laughs> he hates. Well, he likes concoctions, um, just not evil concoctions. <laughs> um, so at the time, they had like vaudeville and stuff, where there's plenty of musical acts, but it was never. It was always like a musical sketch. It was never a full story um, of a musical. So this was the first time they did a whole show as a musical, um, and they just used apparently they just used like popular songs at the time, much akin to uh, the movie Sing which I saw Sing 2 with my niece and nephew over the break. It was very fun. And you had a very handsome guy sitting next to you. Uh, Ian? Mark Wahlberg? No, Ian was <laughs> on the other side of me. He had yeah. to sit next to me. Yes. Wait, the three brothers went to go see Sing 2. There were kids with us. Yeah. I can't think of a easier title for somebody to come up with for a movie. Well, it should have been called Sing 2, T-O-O. You know, like you can also sing, but you know, no, yeah. but they don't tell you that in the movie. No, no, I mean, like these people can sing and you suck. They literally say that in the movie to the crowd. Yeah, they point at the crowd and it's like, no, this is not the movie talking right now. This is real life. You right there. So, and they so it breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. And then they tell you what you're wearing, which was really weird. He was like, you in the Flyers uh, jacket. Yeah, right there. Your brother is a terrible singer. Like, oh man. That's... They barely came at Ian Hart. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a very specific. Uh, movie. Wait, I'm still on my fact. So the Black Crook, the guy who wrote it, wrote a drama. He was upset. So he didn't want them to turn into a musical. So guess what they did? They killed him? No, they just gave him 1500 bucks, and he was like, all right, cool. So basically, he, he sold the script to them, and <laughs> yeah. they just turned it into a musical from there. Yeah, he, they're like, here's 1500 bucks. $1,866, $1,500? Like, yeah, sure. I'll, you do whatever you want. a lot want. of money back then, I assume. Well, guess how much this cost? Uh, the whole production cost $25,000 to make back then, which is probably a lot of money, I'm assuming. Still a lot of money to me today. <laughs> I'm going to get to my – so I just have a few more facts about this. I only have like four more things. Uh, Mike, guess how long the very first musical was? I'm guessing since it was a drama first, it's got to be pretty long, so uh, two and a half hours. What if you doubled that? Five hours? And added a half hour. Five and a half hours. It was five and a half hours long. I think you didn't know how to do the math there. And you're like, I'll just no, add I was, on additional. It's called drama. I'm trying to, like, you know. Be theatrical. Yeah. That's true. Oh. Yeah. I was shocked. Like, that. Yeah. I'm, I, I can't continue the show. It was five and a half hours long. And apparently, no one had a problem with it because it ran for 474 performances. 
Yeah, people had nothing else to do at the time. Yeah, I feel like this is the most depressing period in Amer- American history. <laughs> something to do with like the Civil War or something. I I don't know. There's no TV. They're not watching Cartoon Network or MTV or Comedy Central or Nickelodeon or Bravo or TBS or TNT. You're, at this point, you're just Spice listing TV, off like oh. or the History Channel. But is there anything you guys would watch? For five and a half hours straight. Like, is there anything you can even think of? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I struggled through the Zack Snyder Justice League, and I was excited to watch it. And that's only four hours long. So I can't... I don't know. I don't think I could do it. Five and a half hours? It had to be like three intermissions or four intermissions or something. Yeah, I've tried to do a marathon of the Lord of the Rings movies, and that's one of the more difficult... Like, it's just a long time. I did do all the Star Wars movies, though. When uh, the first, uh, new, uh, what's the New Hope? No, not New Hope. Uh, Force Awakens. Me and my brother saw all six uh, movies before that one. So that was pretty In one long. day? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I did a double feature once, but I only had like five minutes in between movies of Cowboys and Aliens and Transformers 4. Wow, that's probably... Uh, I would never watch a movie again after that. Well, there's never not a bad time to go to the bathroom during Transformers 4, so... I just he was just peeing on the screen at some some point. <laughs> well, like at that time, like I don't know. We're going long here. This is still our first fact. Uh, uh, I'm almost done. So, how could people sit through five and a half hours? Well, that's because the ballerinas were dressed extremely scandalous, especially for the time. Ooh, they had skin colored tights on, and they were like, I they said well fed. I don't know what that means, but they said it was the <laughs> style at the time. It said. The ballerinas were well fed. I heard um, Pee Wee Herman's uh, grandfather was in the, the uh, stands. <laughs> in the theater. Yep. <laughs> and uh, apparently the, a lot of the newspapers wanted to complain about it. So what does that do? They're like, oh, this is risque. Don't go see this. It's terrible. So all it does is drum up the excitement for the first musical. And uh, Man, was, I actually want to go see this musical now. <laughs> yeah, Mike is so horny for well-fed <laughs> ballerinas. <laughs> we know Mike's... Uh, uh Pornhub search. Yeah. <laughs> well fed ballerinas. Uh and then last fact about this is that it was the first uh American stage production to gross over a million dollars. Really? Yep. And I and have so, no clue what that meant for that time. How much a million dollars actually? A million dollars is still just a lot of money. It's like two million dollars now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So uh, it really just uh, it wasn't there's a lot of people that argue it wasn't exactly the first uh, musical, but it was the first like extremely successful musical that was like, hey, this is a thing, a genre that we could use and let's all do it and let's all make money. And they have and they still do. And musicals have been scandalous ever since. Hell yeah. I still want true. the cat's cut, the cat's butthole cut. I, I want that. <laughs> Mike, before we started recording, that's all you was talking about. <laughs> Never saw Cats, the play or the movie. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't interest me. I like the song Memories, but oh, no, 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 Mike's in the cat no. buttholes, so. Yeah. Who, who's, two... who's the next person to get get the facts rolling, Alex? You're supposed I, to be the host here, right? I'm the no, host. The guess I'm the captain now. I want Mike to suffer through all our facts before his fact. So, Alex, Darn you get it. to go. My fact is super short. So, I'm going to take uh, Mike's approach. So, picture this. Picture this, Mike. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> That's what you you're do. Com- yeah, com- you're coming home from work. 
You know, you go to your wife and you say, put on your best dress, baby, and darling, fix your hair up right. I got tickets to see the Dune musical tonight. <laughs> Dune musical. There you go. So you go and you got your ticket and you're like, oh, look, I got my ticket. And you look at your what row you're in. And you're like, oh, I'm in row one. So you get there, you go all the way up. But the sections are row, the, the rows are in alphabetical order. You're technically supposed to be in row I. So you get in the big scuffle like, no, I'm supposed to be in row I. Oh, one, this, this isn't an I. Wait, how, were you there when this happened to me? Yeah. I, I know you. <laughs> I thought that was Mike talking for a second. Yeah. I'm supposed to be this. So you know what the musical theaters did? They took out the row I. Really? So you go you go to a theater, it goes from H to J. There's no I in the musical theaters. Wait, could, people are con- confusing I for what? The number one. Uh, I'm still confused. I guess they thought the front row was one? Yeah. And oh. they thought the row... It was supposed to be I. Was a what? Was actually a one. These are the Roman numeral people who are obsessed with it or whatever. Yeah, and they kind of look the same, so they took them out. So if you go to any theater, it would say H to J. I looked up the ones like the Aronoff by us in the Taft Theater. Same thing, H and J. Wait, did you go to these theaters? Why don't they start at A? I never understood that. They start at A and then go all the way up. They skip I. Some places skip O. And Q, because they kind of look like an O. Oh, so O and Q look alike, so people would sit in the Yeah, row. and then people think O looks like zero, so they think they're in row zero, which isn't a thing. Those <laughs> people are just dumb. But, uh, yeah, most uh, theaters in, on Broadway and most theaters around the world have no I row to cause less confusion. Except for the Broadway and the Jacobs. On Broadway, they have a row I in the orchestra, but not in the mezzanine level. And people, 10 people die a year fighting over, yep. like, this is my seat. Wait, the orchestra are the more expensive seats? Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're so. civilized down here. These people are smarter. <laughs> they're not going to fight. Some places don't have a V if they have, like, a row U, because they kind of look the same. Well, how so. are people, are we, people are dumb. we dumb? Are we that yeah. dumb? Well, it's always dark in there, and you're trying to look at your ticket stub, and you can't figure it out. I, I These new assigned seatings in movie theaters, I'm always like, where the hell am I? And I'm like looking at my ticket, and I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> so you're at, you're at a gas station. So I, I've gone into the <laughs> where wrong theater, sitting? even. <laughs> this is uh, my house. No, I was looking up. Some movie theaters don't have a row I if they do like the rows in alphabetical order. So dumb. Now that you mention it, I've seen that, Alex. Yeah, it's something like I, I like I read it and I was like, that does make sense because I have seen that go from H to J, and then you just don't think about the letter I because it's a pointless letter and we don't need it. And if your name begins you don't with need the letter, it, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one! But that is my Thank fact. You. My fact title is there is no I in theater. That's good. I think we have a winner on our hands. What was the name of your fact, Pat? Uh, I, my fact was about how there's no I-row in any theater. <laughs> What's know, your I fact? Call it the Black Crook. You're a crook, Captain Hook. <laughs> you know from that show that's from? I do, Arrest Development. Yeah. Okay, that leaves one person to go. Mikey. Yeah, so I might have the only fact about a movie musical on here. Ooh. Well, obviously I do because I'm the last one. Yeah, I might. No, hold on. I'm going to change mine. 
did you guys know the original title for the Mel Brooks movie, The Producers, was, well, uh, try to guess. Well, do you guys, can anybody guess out there, even people listening on their podcast, write into me, what can you guess the title of this movie is? Are you not going to give it away right now? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pause hit pause. <laughs> right into you, and you will respond, and then they can finish the episode. Yeah, I'll release the second part of this episode next week. <laughs> Was it springtime for Hitler? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Pat, you're correct. Do you get hey, a, did I win? I won again? Two times. Get a hug Robinson? next time I see you. Hey. <laughs> that surprise you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Mel Brooks' original title for the producers was Springtime for Hitler. And it actually started as, like, he just came up with the saying Springtime for Hitler and kind of <laughs> chuckled to himself. Um, he thought it was funny. Mm. And he's like, I'll, I'll make a book about this first and obviously it didn't translate to book material um so he decided to make a drama excuse me sir is this book material (laughs) it's not it's not a good book uh i think it didn't really make it as a book uh so he tried to make it into a drama and then i guess it was uh made into a musical but yes uh, it's so funny I, i didn't realize it was mel brooks first movie um I didn't really know a lot about his filmography. I, I like a few of his movies. Um, but he actually did the show Get Smart. Like, he was the co-creator. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. If anybody doesn't know yeah. what Get Smart is, it's it's the spoof of a, um, what would you say, a spy? A spy spoof yeah. show? Yeah, it's supposed to be James Bond. Yeah, it's supposed to be James Bond, but James Bond has a shoe phone. Yes. <laughs> Missed it by that much. And That's a... There was a show. Steve Carell <laughs> movie that was uh, made about Get Smart as well. If you guys yeah, they know. tried to reboot it and then uh, it didn't. It had a lot of it had Anne Hathaway, The Rock was the in Rock, it. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I decided that would be like a good movie to take a day to once, and <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you know, what Mike said on the way home, missed it by that much. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I want to see a horror movie, and I'm like, no, let's laugh. And I was probably laughing the entire time. I was like in high school. I was probably laughing the entire time. And she was probably just like looking at me like, this guy's a moron. You watch a scary movie. God forbid you jump once. Then you're a sissy. Yeah, I, I never <laughs> was really into horror movies. For I, I have a greater appreciation for some of them now. But I, I wasn't into them back in the day. How do you feel um, about musicals? You know what? I, I have five sisters. So I was forced to watch a lot of musicals when i was a kid so um i kind of have a little bit of spite towards it because i was Is that where the hatred comes them. when you when you say people yeah like i'm i don't want people to force me to watch musicals i was wondering like who are these people why do you <laughs> what's interesting is we are five boys and i think almost all of us love musicals well i mean yeah you had to watch all the shirley temple movies and then well I guess Mary Poppins is all right, and uh, Sound of Mu- Sound of Music was pretty good. Um, you know, there's a couple of them that are pretty decent, but Seven Brides for Seven Brothers has the best barn building scene in any movie ever. It's true. I don't care what anybody says. That's. I mean, I probably should go back and watch them. Honestly, you guys should send me some recommendations of ones to watch. Um, you should watch them with us, and we'll sing the songs while you watch them. Well, that's the exact my biggest fear is having to listen to unskilled unprofessional people sing along with a musical i am 16 going on 17 i sound just like the girl (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's my biggest fear um 
So when he was so back to the fact. So when he was out pitching springtime for Hitler, um, no nobody wanted to touch it. Like with that title, like no no company wanted to make this movie springtime for Hitler. And I guess Universal even told him. Uh, I think Lou Wasserman, the Wasserman. I, how do you say that? Who knows? He proposed instead of Hitler, make it Mussolini. So he said, "Springtime for Mussolini," because Mussolini's nicer, less offensive. Mm-hmm. And Mel smartly declined. Obviously, why? Why would you make a musical called "Springtime for Mussolini"? That doesn't yeah. even why rhyme. Would mu- doesn't, why would you make a musical called "Springtime for Hitler"? <laughs> "Springtime for Hitler" doesn't rhyme either. Well, because it was a comedy, and Mel Brooks was kind of making it to make fun of Hitler. Because yeah, basically, yeah. well, I've Brooks' Brooks's whole times, idea yeah. was this: he said his whole goal was his. He he said his lifelong job was to make fun of Hitler and make him <laughs> into a mockery, basically. Like so, he was just he thought comedy was the best way to like tear him down. He did a good job. He did a good have job, yeah. Have you ever seen the producers? Yeah, I I remember when that song first came on, and I just couldn't stop chuckling to myself because I'm <laughs> like, I just thought it was hilarious and out there. But I, obviously, after the shock value is passed, it's not as good, but it's still hilarious the first time you see it. I think it's hilarious every time. Well, I actually kind of think naming the movie The Producers was the better uh, name because when you're watching the movie, you don't, exactly see that coming until the musical number hits and then it's springtime for hitler um and it's just hilarious i have a side note uh an issue with a movie i recently saw where i thought the title of the movie should have never been said because it sort of gave away part of the movie but and like you said like when they were like oh we can't find a play that's so bad and then what do they find they find springtime for hitler the first time you hear it it's funny you're like yeah this is dumb you know yeah, hundred percent agree. So I, I think it actually was better with being called the producers. Um, yeah. I don't really like the remake of the producers, the modern one. It's it's all right, but I don't. I have no idea why they decided to do that because the old one holds up quite well. Um, what the musical? N- no, the musical actually. So I didn't realize the old this. one's a movie. The old one's a movie. Yeah. No, they made the a new movie that came out like in two thousand eight or nine. I don't, I don't yeah, know. With- about the Nathan Lane. Matthew Broderick one? Uh, I believe so. Um, yeah, that's the musical. Yeah, the original is just a drama. Right? Yeah, with Gene Wilder's in it, and it's just oh, a, a comedy. It's a comedy, but there was no singing in the original. Yes. Then they then they made a there Broadway show. And in the, there's singing in the Springtime for Hitler song. And the, just oh, the, no, Yeah, sing, when they put okay. it on the show, yeah. Yeah, and then they made it into a Broadway. So the actual uh, movie didn't get... I mean, it. I didn't realize this. So the movie won Best Picture over top of Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, rightfully so. Rightfully that movie so. sucked. Uh, we don't have to get I'll it. I'll choose we don't have to, get to ignore again, that, what you said, Alex. But um, that kind of surprised me, and I guess um, they were right because it did. I mean, I think 2001 Space Odyssey holds the test of time better. But um, uh, 2001 came and went. But I, I, when the producers yeah. went to theaters, it didn't make a ton of money. So it got high regard in the Academy Awards, but it didn't make a ton of money. And it actually didn't uh, get quite popular until the Broadway musical. So their Broadway musical popularized it, and then the movie kind of had like a cult following, like a lot of these movies end up doing. So 
Yeah, it's hysterical. Val Brooks is great. He's a treasure. So, yeah, that's my fact. My fact is springtime for Hitler. Springtime okay. for Hitler and Germany. Okay, I'll allow it. So. Rhinelands of Fineland once more. So, go over to Fact Off Podcast to vote. You can vote for There Is No I in Theater, my fact. Uh, the, the Black Crook, Pat's fact. Or Springtime for Hitler, Mike's fact. I like Springtime for Hitler. You can also vote for which song you like better. Uh, <laughs> there's a fact for us and anything you can fact. Now, they don't know this, but those were recordings that you played at the top of the show. Could you play them again for us? Negative. Uh, no, only, only <laughs> once. Mike only allows me to sing once or twice a show. I can't believe we didn't uh, sing more on this. I was so excited. You know, I drove nine hours to Ohio, and on the way back, I asked my wife, I said, can I listen to musicals all the way home? And she said yes, and it was magical. What you call it? I was trying to think of the one. I had like one line of my from Newsies when he's like, "That's my cigar." I was gonna be like, "That's my fact." You can and then steal, you, another. You steal another. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I was gonna do that, but then I kind of figure out more. I do have a confession then, though. I did listen right. to um, that one musical at work uh, over my headphones like a couple weeks straight. Um, the Hamilton musical. Oh yeah. Everyone likes not Hamilton. Not going to miss my fact. That's exactly. true. I mean, I mean, it kind of uh, overstayed its welcome, but I enjoyed it. For it was the part time. of the playlist on the way home. Nice. So, um, so yeah, go ahead. Uh, Pat is going to roll and see what our next topic is. I'm running out of real oh, estate I'm here. so excited. Uh, hopefully, it's not musicals again. Uh, I'm picking. Just so you know, listeners, if it's a what six again, I'm picking musicals. Yep. I do this every week. It is six minus one. It's a five. Wow. People. People. People of Earth. I almost did my last people fact on uh, Sondheim. So, and he's a musical musical guy, so. Wow. So, teaser, guys. Uh, You could tune in for that. (laughs) (laughs) You could tune in. You could tune in or not. I don't know. Who cares anymore? (laughs) Mike's not. Mike's giving up on his podcast. Um. So go ahead and follow us on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, not TikTok. TikTok? <laughs> Sorry. TikTok, because Mike doesn't like it. Um, Sidebar, Alex, did you did you hear that TikTok is the number one website in 2021 over Google? I heard it from a very reliable source, Pat. I told him, and I said this would never happen if you didn't stop the future jam. That is true. No, but before we go, I know after people turn off this podcast, they get sad. And I just want them to remember that the fact will come out next week. Bet your bottom pod dollar that the fact off will come back. That's all I have. Uh, Pat, um, I don't know how the audience could trust you because you've been sick multiple times and canceled shows. So <laughs> I'm sick right now. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us at Apple or Spotify. Give us as many stars in, as you can. As, as it if fits you, on your screen. Yeah, and if you want to give us more, again, go to the headquarters and demand that you give us more stars. Uh, but that's all I have. You guys have a good day. Bye. Good day. <laughs> what was that? Good day.